Just a Little Shady, episode 12, take one. You know what the thing is? What? (laughs) I have lint rolled about 76 times. And I, Brittany, I love my dogs. I love them too. But I'm so sick of this hair. If you see hair, no, you don't. No, you don't. Mm-mm. And that's that. That's the facts. Oh, gosh. Did you throw the clapper? I did. Wow. It wasn't even shaking the house this time? No, I aim for the carpet. The, the wood floor thinks you. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. Let's get into this episode. We need to start. We got to name the bird. We do need to name the bird. If you pet that thing one more time. I love him. It's so creepy. It is giving it is giving villain. Good. As it should. My villain era. So, let's name this bird. So we we did a Instagram poll and we got great suggestions. Mm-hmm. However, mm. apparently, apparently Instagram deletes the responses after 24 hours. So we're going to go from what we remember. And if we come up with something better after, I feel like he could get a new name every episode. Yeah, he can be whoever he wants to be. The well, whoever we want him to be. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... A couple that we got this time were Salem, Raven, Damon, Peter, Birdie. Birdie was a good one. Rebecca. Rebecca was the best one. Yeah, I think we're going to go with Rebecca. You have to say it like that, too. (laughs) That's the only way to address him. Um, Rebecca. So, dude, this bird, he's been through a lot, by the way. Because this is the bird that Wolf got a hold of last Halloween. <laughs> and I had to no. save him from Wolf. So speaking, no. speaking of dog issues with the damn fur is all over me all the time. I know. They're on me too. Amongst other things. For those of you that <laughs> might not have already caught it. You know, my sweater has. I think your computer is blocking it. Good. As it should. That's what I was trying to go for here. But my sweater, you know, in spooky fashion, has a skeleton, jack-o'-lantern, a bat, ranch from B-dubs, a witch. Yeah, so that that's that's your long answer for explaining the ranch on your shirt. Yeah. Your brand new shirt. You might not be a fraud, but you're a mess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, because to be honest, if 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 we're doing it, I've got wing sauce on my sleeve as well. Mm-hmm. So. One and the same. I'm no better than you. Um, but, oh, but I, I have my scream. Mr. Ghostface. Brittany, that, that's the generation under us. This guy is scream. Hmm. This guy is scream to me. I don't me. know him. He screamed to me. You do. That's how you know him. Don't even I've lie. I've seen the face. I've never. I'm, I don't. I don't know his story. So my scream crew neck says. No, you hang up. (laughs) 
I thought it was so clever. Oh, peak comedy. And I have what? my. Don't show your toes. No, I'm covering <laughs> my toes. No free feet pics. But I got ghost socks on to match my Mr. Ghost face, wow. Mr. Scream. So, yeah. So we committed. We're doing it. We're here. We might have food stains, but we wore the sweaters. Um. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much that. You know what else from last week? Um, A lot of things. I know. I know. <laughs> we got to get to the Peter thing. We got to get to. But. I thought about this. We're eating. We're obviously eating. eating we've good. got we've got ranch on you. We've got sauce on me. And there's no denying that. And I did <laughs> say that one of my hobbies was eating and drinking. And it's just I had to take a long look in the mirror after last episode. Why? You you had some other good hobbies. Drawing. No, those were great. Okay. But I feel like I have more hobbies. But you know what the thing is? When you become an adult, I think a lot of things that used to be hobbies just become chores. Yeah. And no, so, you're so no, you're genuinely right. Yeah, and so I feel like working out, cooking, doing makeup, those are all hobbies and I do them regularly. And, and, One might even say once a day. And I think I just forget that those are hobbies because now you're an adult and it's you have so to do them. Yeah. So those are those are hobbies. I enjoy them, but I also have to do them. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. So it becomes She a does thing. other things. My sweater would say otherwise. <laughs> so would yours, but that's all right. Mm. Um and so I really confidently Looked the camera in the eyes last week and I said, and I said, it's Peter Evans. And then I said, I followed it up and I said, I'm so, (laughs) I'm so, first of all, in my life, Brittany, I don't think I've ever said I'm so proud of myself. I mean, I've done some things and I don't think I've ever said I'm so proud, but that time I was proud of myself. (laughs) And I was wrong. And you were so wrong. So we get out of, you know, filming that last week's episode. Mind you, the your your proudness, if if that's a word. Are you about to say it lasted? Yes. It continued as like we're like getting up out of our seats and like taking off our headphones and Haley's over here like, I'm so proud I knew that. <laughs> Peter Evans. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where I, this happens often where we'll be talking about something and I cannot think of the person's name to save my life. Gun in my head, you could ask me. What? (laughs) And I would have been wrong. In in this case, you would have put the gun and I would have gaslighted you. And I would have been like, it's Peter Evans. And you would have. I would have believed you. I believed you. You would have holstered it and you would have said, you're right. And, you know, you believe me. You lit me up. You you I fueled the fire. <laughs> you fueled the fire last week because what? I thought Roll I was the clip back. <laughs> I thought I was right. And um so we get out of the episode and we're googling, you know, for our weekly recap or what's it what the hell? The supplemental materials. Sup- <laughs> oh my god. I don't brain. know why you're saying <laughs> calling them that either the pictures for whatever bro (laughs) um supplemental (laughs) 
I don't know. I feel like I need to put my pinky up when we say that. When we type that, I'll put my pinky up. Um, the Perfect. supplemental materials. <laughs> you were typing like that earlier. Before I know. The episode two, you were like. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyways, anyways. So we're looking this up and I type in Peter Evans in Google. And to be fair, hmm. Google knew what I meant. Thank God for Google. Popped up. Just who I thought. <laughs> Just Peter. as we expected. <laughs> Just as we expected. Peter Evans. Right there. <laughs> but no. So anyways, I'm clicking through the pictures and I keep seeing Evan Peters underneath. And I'm going, you know Evan, what? Evan, come up here. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That could be true. And it was true. And so we mixed it up. You did get kind of quiet for a minute out there. I know. And you were like, Brittany, I have to tell you something. <laughs> we, we were wrong. We cried. I, thought, I, <laughs> I was so scared you were going to say we have to record the whole episode. <laughs> Re-record the whole episode. Because it's also funny. And I looked you dead in the face <laughs> last week, too. I looked you dead in the face and I said... I've never been wrong. That's the only time. I've been wrong. <laughs> no. And so, anyways, I'll stick to that. Okay. I will gaslight my way into through life. <laughs> Just gaslight correct. your way through life. We've learned anything I, from the shady story. It's Peter Evans, and if you saw my Instagram for the for the podcast. <laughs> There was a poll, and it said Peter Evans or Evan Peters. And you know what the correct answer was? Peter, Peter Evans. Evans. <laughs> and Our man. And it will continue to be that way. Um, and so, yeah, we're still, we've still never been wrong. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? And you know what else? So, <laughs> we conclude last week's episode. Yeah. You know, I ranted about Evan's sleeping habits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was passionate. And I will be still today. But the best part was, so way earlier in the day, I connected to a Bluetooth speaker. And it was on upstairs. Mm -hmm. So all day it was on. I didn't know. And because it was pretty, it was quiet down on the main floor. But upstairs, it was blasting. And so, you know, I don't even know what's on. We finish. And it was pretty late when we finished the episode. Mm -hmm. And so you leave and I go upstairs. And as I'm on like the fourth (laughs) step, I start hearing blare, like blasting music. I'm like, is Evan jamming? (laughs) And then I start getting closer. I'm like, no way. I left the music on all day. No. To no surprise. You're <laughs> sound asleep like a baby. And I'm like, to music? Here's the thing. You know, what, I said, what was playing? I don't know. I think it was a Halloween playlist. But anyway, <laughs> so, so I correct myself again. He can not only sleep in the silence, he can apparently sleep through the loudest music. Okay. I mean, I, I have st- questions because, like, why didn't he just turn it off? <laughs> I had my phone. The speaker? Yeah. He just didn't. I don't know. He could have asked. He could have asked. He was just being polite. He couldn't turn it off, but I could have, but he just didn't ask. 
I think he thought we were still recording, so he didn't. He was trying to be, yeah. you know, mindful as you talked crap about him. <laughs> it's also his birthday, so. Happy birthday, Evan. Happy birthday, Evan. <laughs> Here we are again. Um, yeah, so that happened after the last one. Um, I can't with us. I know. It's just bad. And um, I guess I'll. So oh yeah I, oh yeah let's circle back to that what <laughs> you i didn't maliciously jumping in front of a baby carriage you guys i was focused first of all let's get into let's get into what? the truth what you were why we were out you were why we were at the mall. No, 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 no. Do you want to get into other truth? No, 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 no. Do you want to know why you were at the mall with me on that day? No. Because we could expose you right now for that. Go ahead. We were buying Evan's birthday present, and oh, and it was Evan's. It was Evan's birthday. It was in two days. It was in two days. I had mm-hmm. two days, and I was doing returns in a timely manner. You literally had to get store credit because you were not in time. So busy. I'm busy. Okay. I got a lot going on. So I'm focused. You know, I'm I'm trying to be a good girlfriend. I'm looking for presents. You bought yourself a present. In my size. And so I was, you know walking around the store and in my head i got this idea of an outfit you know i'm styling what? i'm thinking of things where were we forever i'm green no we were at abercrombie oh yeah and so anyway so i thought we of something. Were. i thought of something that i needed to get and i was like wow it's crowded in here i need to hurry <laughs> because i'm not trying to wait six hours in this line <laughs> Brittany, that line come on and so my head's down i'm thinking hard and I go to turn the corner, and this mom just, <laughs> with a baby stroller out of nowhere. And I honestly, I think there were multiple kids in the stroller. The, no, the, there was one child in the stroller, and one child was standing and walking with, because I couldn't reach the high shelf at Amber Humby, so I was trying to signal Amy to help me, which she did, good friend. But she literally thought no one saw or witnessed this so she's like looking around like yeah no one saw me meanwhile i'm cracking up well yeah yeah i thought i did think no one saw <laughs> i did think no one saw because you know why bernie it happened so i swear to god that mom was going 25 miles per hour and i didn't you see what i'm saying because i didn't even i didn't even know there were two kids i thought the kids were combined that's how quick she was that's how quick she went by me so it was not all on me but i didn't hit them it was a close call but it was all safe everybody was fine it was fine it was fine and so let's let's what was that about um (laughs) okay and so Let's do a little weekly recap because we have something juicy to say. Do we? You know how they say that one might say one that there are a lot of calculated moves. Oh, yeah. By me. (laughs) (laughs) That was not what one would say. I wouldn't say that. You're freaking me out. Okay. 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 What are you calculating? I don't know. Go on. (laughs) 
I'm not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So, you know, Adam Levine cheated, was caught, all that good stuff last yeah. week. Two weeks ago? Last week. Two last weeks ago? Two weeks. Whatever. And so he addressed that right away. Mm-hmm. Well, it just so happens that Maroon 5 announced a Las Vegas residency for 2023. To the surprise of no one. And Why is it just so happened? Just so happened. I don't know. It's a thing that every time there's some kind of scandal, there's some kind of announcement just around the corner. Here's the thing. I don't think the scandal itself was planned Mm -hmm. because you'd have to be a real evil person to throw your pregnant wife under the bus for like. That is real evil. But. But. What? I don't know. (laughs) You said (laughs) it first. (laughs) I was going to say, but I think him responding so quickly was calculated because why else would he respond that quickly? Yeah. Unless he had something that like he wanted to try to save face for. But yeah, I do think um, that part at least. And if the other part was planned, unless, unless she was fine with it. And And she was in on it because she was like, more people are going to go see the residency now. I don't know if they will though. He kind of got pooped on for that. Yeah. I don't know. I could have said that in such a <laughs> I could have said something so much better than it's that. <laughs> okay. Um, another thing that happened this past week, the Smile movie, Mm-mm. which is a creepy horror movie, did some great marketing. So I don't know if anyone has seen it, but they had actors go to Major League Baseball games and stand behind home plate creepily smiling because they knew that that home plate would be on camera a lot and just staring into the camera creepily smiling. And they also did it on Good Morning America. They had the person outside the window creepily smiling to be on Good Morning America. I'm just saying those poor camera people. That had to be filming and watching and seeing this, even if they knew it was planned and a part of the greater marketing good. But you have to think at first they were probably so confused because at first they probably didn't know what was going on. And then after yeah. a while, they were probably like, okay, this is I would planned. be freaked out. I would feel Imagine uncomfy. the baseball players trying to focus and there's just somebody creepily like, was that too much? Don't do it to me, please. <laughs> Ew. Come on. Now I'm going to be freaked out. Um, So, yeah. So they did that. But I actually heard that it's very dark, very scary. Yeah. And supposedly, if you have mental health issues, I saw somebody did a trigger warning on TikTok because I guess it's pretty dark with That's mental what I've been hearing. Stuff. It's very so, traumatizing. Just be aware of that. But great marketing. Mm-hmm. And then also... Apparently, Casey Anthony, who was accused of murdering her two-year-old daughter 11 years ago, um, 
decided that she needs to do a documentary to tell her side. And you know what? I, I, when I was looking this up, 40 million people watched her trial. Are you serious? 40 million people. That's not the whole trial, but parts of it. Parts of it. Yeah. Like in total, 40 million. I knew, I don't know. That's a lot of people to be watching one trial. And I think it's really alarming that they're not able to take anything that's said in this documentary to court. Cause I mean, case closed. Yeah. So you can't in, in the U S there's double jeopardy. So that means that she could go on this documentary, say, yep, I did it. I killed her. This is what I did. And she could not get in trouble in the court of law. That's insane. I don't know if it probably wouldn't people be yeah. would like that. Mm-mm. I don't think it would end well in that situation, but she could technically do that. It's such a wild rule. Such a ow. I'm all right. Are you okay? All right. Just adjusting. Um. So yeah. So that's going on this past week. And then I clearly need to clear up some. I need to clear up some rumors. Some rumors. I started it myself. About the hugging. What happened? So you know how I said close friends don't really hug. Yeah, until I hugged you the week later and there's a whole thing. Well, now it's being used against me. Hmm. And (laughs) here's what I'll say. If we would normally hug, just hug me. (laughs) Don't. Because this is what's happening now. So, for example, my sister, who we see each other a lot, so we don't normally hug high and by. Right. Since I said, oh, you know, I would normally hug, she makes it a point to hug me and bring it up too. Oh, you don't want to hug? Hug. And then other people are like feeling bad if they hug me by now. They'll hug everyone else. they know you don't like it. And they'll be like, oh, you don't want to hug. And I'm like, no, it's fine. (laughs) Like, it's fine, I swear. So that just needed to be cleared up. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Um... Yeah, because then I felt bad that I even said that. I was like, no, that mainly applies to, like, Brittany. <laughs> and she doesn't follow it anyway, so, like, <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Um, and then, so for this week's Ask Me Anything. Yeah. I really liked this one. So this was just things you wish you knew when you were younger. And I feel like we could even kind of drag this out because we thought of quite a few things we wish we knew when we were younger we did so we'll do like one topic now and then if you guys want to hear more examples of things we wish we knew we'll keep it going in future episodes episodes (laughs) and um so we'll do this one i always lose my voice right at this part you do i was screaming at a lions game yesterday and same old lions It was a good game, though. It was, I guess. So, for this Ask Me Anything, things we wish we knew when we were younger, the first one is symptoms of mental health issues rather than just labels. Yeah. And so, we were talking about this because 
looking back, I remember hearing all the things of there's anxiety, there's depression, there's, you know, whatever, all these problems. And you're not really told what those manifest as when you're younger. And I think it's very different how symptoms present when you're younger versus now because it's a different time in your life. And I think a lot of parents, even even parents who know that kids struggle with mental health, aren't used to it presenting that way. And I think a lot of times teens, it gets chalked up to like, oh, well, it's their hormones, they're teenagers. Of course, they're, you know, combative or mean or, you know, having an attitude. But I look back myself and I think knowing what I know now, I knew what anxiety was when I was in high school. But at that time, I didn't know that that was what I was actually feeling. So when I would go to school and, and teens have a lot to be anxious about, but I don't think they realize that that's the feeling. Your grades, your friends, how do you look? You know, a lot getting to school, you know, whatever, extracurriculars. And mm-hmm. I know for me, every more, I would, I would present, I think as mean or mad. I would get mad because I didn't really understand what I was feeling. Right. And I, I used to be even more upset with myself after the fact because I'm like, why am I being so mean? But it was really just anxiety manifesting as being mad because I didn't understand it. And, you know, when I would go to school in the morning, I would get so mad if I was late. Whoever was like driving me or even when I was driving myself, I'd be in such a bad mood, not realizing that I was so anxious to get to school on time to whatever, get to class. And I I think that it would be more helpful to explain what the symptoms could feel or present as than saying, yeah, you, even if you tell a kid, yeah, you you do have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. But then what does that mean? You know, what does that feel like? What does that look like? A hundred percent. So I, I, that's the one thing I wish when we were younger that we would have known Instead of just, you know, yeah, there is this or you can always get help for this or, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? No, I totally get that because I was diagnosed with anxiety when I was younger and I knew I have anxiety. But could I fully explain that? Not really. I knew that it took me a long time to finish my homework because I would get so anxious about it that I wanted every single like drawing I did for art class to be perfect. I needed every line to be precise. And I would stay up till late in the night working on my homework, which was bizarre. And I think what part like led to me figuring out that I had anxiety. But aside from that, I think it was really hard for me to be able to articulate, communicate, understand what was anxiety and what was normal. But you know what's funny even when you say that is about the filling in things perfectly mm-hmm. and everything because I was like that and looking back I can say wow that's actually true that was I was so anxious mm-hmm. and that's how it manifested but even at the time I think that kids don't realize that because I would have never known I was the same way if I had to fill in bubbles on a bubble sheet 
had to be perfectly filled in. I would take notes in class, come home and rewrite the notes. Same. I did the same exact thing. So it would be perfect. And it's stuff as simple as that, but even not knowing that it, and again, like I think it's always, oh, well, you're, that's anxiety or that's, but when you're young, you don't need to hear that label necessarily. It's more of what you're being mean because you're, anxious or stressed about what and then Mm -hmm. getting to the root of it more than just saying oh yeah that's what it is because like I said even as an adult looking back I'm like oh my god that was what I was feeling but when I was younger I would have never thought about it like that and I just yeah so I think it would be more helpful to understand the symptoms instead of just the names of things but I do think now I don't know if school has changed at all, but I know that now the generation under us is much more aware of symptoms than way more informed. Yeah. But I think when you're younger, it would be helpful to know those too. Yes. And then the other thing, and we've talked about this before too, I think that I wish when we were younger, as early as possible, we would have known and been explained what certain mental or physical disabilities looked like. Because looking back as an adult, and I think everyone can relate to this, and it's so it's literally so unfortunate that this is the case, but when you look back and you think about kids who were bullied in school, almost every single person that was bullied had a mental or physical disability and as an adult you can recognize it but I think it needs to be explained to kids so young in kids terms that's fine but I think if kids were more aware and explained that this person has this it might look like this they might do this they cannot help it And here's some things you can react or say, or, you know, this could be you. How would you want to be treated? They don't have a choice. And if they act this way or do this thing, they can't control it. Like anything just to explain to kids what it is, because I think it would prevent so much bullying that because kids just frankly do not understand when people are different. But I think if it was explained better, that they can't help it. I think kids are kids can be compassionate. Kids can oh, be yeah. open-minded. And I think if it's explained in a way that they can understand why this kid is different, it would just prevent so much hurt for that kid going forward. I just really wish that was the case. And so I wish when we were younger we knew what those things were because like I said, I think kids do, can be compassionate and they just need to be informed. And even if it's in kids' terms, even if, you know, if it's an activity that they somehow learn it through, I just think it'd be super helpful. Mm-hmm. I No, I wholeheartedly agree. This is something we talk about a lot. And I think it's very disheartening to look back and be able to recognize those things and to know that they still happen today scares the crap out of me yeah for for your kids and Mm -hmm. and you yeah it's just it's it's 
very sad situation. And I, like I said, I just think that even if it's not, let's say elementary school, because I, I know kids in elementary school do bully kids that are mm-hmm. different still, but if you don't think they can understand that at that age, then middle school, when they can't, there comes a point where if somebody would have said, you are just being a bad person if you make fun of them because they cannot control it and this is what they have, I think there is a point where a kid can understand that. Yes. And just like we can look back now and say, oh my God. And so, I don't know, I just, I wish that was something we knew when we were younger and I I hope that one day schools will kind of fathom that because, and even, you know, and even still, like, there are um, special classes for kids, but there's always an integration. And I think that if there's, when there's that integration, these kids need to know. It's, it's like, it's like parents or teachers or however the, the, whoever decides that it's like, they're scared to say it. They don't want to separate the kids somehow. Mm -hmm. And they, maybe they feel by pointing out this difference or giving this difference a label that it won't help the situation. But honestly, I do, I do think it would. I, I wish we would have known. Yeah. But that's just our one first ask me anything, things we wish we knew when we were younger. And like I said, if you guys want to hear more things we wish we knew when we were younger, we do have like a little list going, so we can always go back to that. Sorry, I'm losing my voice again. No, you're okay. I think with that, going to get into some spooky stories, some shady spooky stories. And so we're doing something a little different this time. We're not going to totally react to the stories because for the next three weeks in our spooky episodes, one out of three stories, in this case it's one out of the first two, was submitted by me. And you guys have to guess which one is my spooky story. And they're they're true stories. And we'll tell you which one was my story in the following episode after we read them. So with that, I'm going to read the first spooky story. Let's do it. About two years ago, my boyfriend went up to his aunt and uncle's house to stay for the weekend and hunt during the beginning of hunting season. Him and his dad had been doing this for years, and they would always stay in the basement of the house while they were there. One night, my boyfriend says he is woken up from a dream of a man standing over him wearing clergy apparel, pressing on his chest with an item he assumed in his dream was a cross. When he woke up, he could still intensely feel the pressure on his chest and the presence of the man for about 30 seconds after being awake. When he called me and told me about it the next day is when he realized that the man from the dream resembled a man that his great-grandma used to tell him about. In the last few years of his great-grandma's life, She was 101 when she passed. She would always talk about a man that would visit her. Everyone around her thought she was just getting older and chalked it up to her talking about this man because of her age. She would often say the man, Mr. James, as she called him, was mostly nice to her but would sometimes be mad at her and get mean. 
My boyfriend's mom would often have to tell the imaginary friend to leave the grandma alone. As it turns out, my boyfriend was staying in the room directly beneath where his great-grandma used to be and see Mr. James at his aunt and uncle's. Terrifying. So we can rate this one on the spooky meter still. I think this is like an 8 out of 10. I agree. I feel like it's an 8 out of 10. It's pretty spooky. Moving into spooky story number two. So something weird happened to me the other day. I was sleeping and I had a dream about a weird guy staring at me quiet or in a quiet, dark hallway. And I'm not even sure what I was doing there or where I was going. I just froze and I saw when I saw him and I didn't have the power to run away. It felt like I was paralyzed or something. I woke up and I was like, oh, what a weird dude. And I didn't give it a second thought. Minutes later, I saw a post on Instagram about a guy who appeared in a bunch of nightmares in 2006. Multiple people saw him in their dreams and they were terrified of him. Then it, then I looked at his picture and it was the same dude I saw. It's been tripping me out lately and I'm not sure what to think about it. What are your opinions? So on a spooky meter, I would give this like a six or seven. I agree. I think a six. I would say a six. Okay. But this is real that a man was appearing and has been appearing in dreams since 2006. And it's the same man, supposedly. So and so I found some theories as to why this could happen. And so I'm going to read the theories of why this could happen. So one theory is that the man is an example of Carl Jung's concept of the unconscious archetypal image people see during very difficult life situations. Another theory is that this man was a manifestation of God. Another theory is that a corporation was mentally conditioning multiple people to dream the same man. Another theory is that some people dreamt the man only after learning about others seeing him. And then the last theory was that because it is hard for humans to remember people's faces in dreams, people are inaccurately using the identity of this man to describe the person in their dreams. Which makes sense. Some of these theories. It does. It adds up. And I'm telling you one thing. If I see this guy in my dream tonight... I'm not going to be cool with it. I'm going to be upset. Yeah. We'll put a picture of the man in the, so you guys can see him. <laughs> okay. And then this last story is no chance that it was me, but it is spooky. So I'm going to read it. Me and a friend of mine both got catfished by an old colleague who turned out to be a stalker. I'm a male, 29, and my friend is a female, 27. We were both colleagues working at a call center like six or seven years ago, and we quickly became friends. For the sake of the story, we'll call her Sarah. A while later, we had a new starter at work, and I was tasked with teaching him how our systems worked and what work responsibilities we had at the call center. We can call this new guy, who is also a male, 29, Tommy. 
Me and Tommy became good friends rather quickly. We had similar interests like World of Warcraft and horror films. Later on, me, Tommy, and Sarah were all pretty good friends and would often hang out together when we'd have after-work events. We even started hanging out outside more of work, going to cinemas, bars, parks, etc. I just need to mention, too, that Sarah had a boyfriend, long time of like six years at the time, and they're still together to this day, while Tommy was single. Although me and Sarah would sometimes joke with Tommy, asking why he was single because he was really good-looking, He used to model from time to time, so we thought it was a bit funny that he was so good-looking yet had a hard time with girls. He'd mentioned he'd only been in two relationships in the past, but I didn't want to judge. Some people just have a hard time socially, and that's totally fine, of course. Fast forward a bit, and Sarah comes rushing to me during a lunch break at work on a regular day. She tells me that Tommy has just confessed his love to her through an emotional breakdown. Sarah had rejected him, of course, since she already was in a relationship, but she said she did it respectfully. Tommy didn't handle it well, apparently, and started crying and stormed off. He took a week off work after that, and then another week, and then another. Our manager would ask us if we knew what happened to him, but he wouldn't text or call me, so I had no clue how he was doing for some time. During this time, Sarah had found a new job and switched work. After she left, Tommy came back and started working again. I also need to mention this was all in Sweden, where work rules and laws were more lenient toward people being away for a period of time, but still keeping their jobs. He seemed oddly awkward when he got back, but I didn't make a big deal out of it. He stuck around for a week or so, and then he finally decided to quit, and I never saw him again. This is where things get very juicy. Sarah sent me the images of text messages she received from Tommy while she switched work, and they were all formatted in a crazy way. He would say things like how he's going to take her away from her boyfriend and how he'll end up with her in the end. She blocked him on every platform she knew he was on and filed a police report. She never heard back from Tommy again after this, thankfully. At the time, I was on Tinder a lot. I'm an average guy, and I know it. I know when someone is out of my league, and I matched with a girl that was way out of my league. I almost instantly thought of this person being a bot, but it wasn't a bot. She would text coherent sentences and even ask to add me on Snapchat, so I did. We would talk for a bit, and I asked her to send a selfie, and she did. But you could tell something was off. The selfie was taken of a photo off a computer, and you could tell. I knew it was a catfish at this point, and it wasn't hard to figure out that it was Tommy. It became fairly obvious with how much this girl knew about me without me telling her, and then she mentioned she was friends with Tommy, who had told her about me, and yada yada. It was all BS. Tommy was catfishing me through this girl's tender profile, and it was obvious. The most ominous part about this whole story is that I was tasked with cleaning out Tommy's work computer and reinstalling it so it would be fresh for a new starter. While I was doing that, I did have a peek around his files to see if there was anything personal. I know it's not right, but I couldn't resist. I noticed his recycle bin wasn't emptied, and so I go in there and I have a look. I see he's deleted a lot of personal folders and notes, images, etc., and he had deleted all of those when he was back for that one week at work After being away for a long time, he literally just came back to empty his stuff. As I looked through his personal files, I found notes about how he was going to kill me and Sarah, how he was jealous of me, and he had images of Sarah's boyfriend saved. He had images of other girls saved. He had pre-written notes that were written as if he were planning to send them out in the future to Sarah. It was absolutely insane. I saved all of it on an external USB drive and never told anyone about it. That is very intense. That's scary. It's 
absolutely terrifying to be friends with someone and them to have to think you know somebody and then to find out they're planning to kill you i would have some major trust issues after that and the fact that sarah i mean doesn't know anything about it this whole thing was messed up i mean i'm glad nothing actually came of it and goodness you know everyone was fine in the end but definitely spooky shady scary all of the above all the all the things um what are we rating this one 10 10 easy 10 10 (laughs) 10 and terrified yeah that's definitely a 10 um yeah so so on that light fluffy note (laughs) perfect (laughs) that um concludes the shady spooky stories for this episode we will reveal which story was mine in the next episode and make sure we still need a couple spooky stories so make sure to submit them still um in the description with the use the shady story link and just submit the scary ones (laughs) we love it and um yeah, so we'll get to those and then we're still going to, we can change up the AMA or we continue it. So just comment if you'd rather us just continue with things we yeah. wish we knew when we were young. Um, and yeah, we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye everyone. Bye.